Welcome to a special edition of Hobnails, Hoops, and High Cheddar, a podcast by everyday fans for everyday fans. Uh, currently, we're doing uh, some interview sessions with every Sevier County high school basketball team. And in this episode, we've got Coach Jonathan Schultz of the Sevier County Barrettes and Coach Ken Wright of the Sevier County Bears. So enjoy what they have to say about their teams and their tournament outlook as they embark on the postseason. We have Coach Jonathan Schultz of the Sevier County Barrettes joining us. Coach, I appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule at the end of the season to, to talk with us. Um, you guys are sitting at 20-5 and five this year, 29-5 and five last year. Uh, talk about the success you've had in the last couple of years and what your future outlook is. Well, I appreciate you having me. Uh, well, I guess I'm just really proud of both this year's team and last. Uh, they have some similar traits as they were both a committed group that worked hard. Uh, they love to compete. Uh, we haven't really had the big-time college player that some other teams have had, but we've had solid kids that put time in. They played for each other, and they just hated to lose. Uh, a difference between the two teams is that last year's team, where we graduated four senior starters who had played, and some of them had started all four years, two of them had started three seasons, uh, they, we were an experienced team. We executed probably better than this year's team has. Uh, and we played more of a half court style of offense, working on execution and stuff. And this year with five new starters, uh, rely more on athleticism and getting up and down the court, uh, pressing on defense, trying to create turnovers and get transition buckets. And, uh, we, this year's team, the youth, they've, they've improved as the seasons went along. So I'm proud that they were able to lock up the regular season district the other night and just with the accomplishments they've had. Now, a lot of a lot of young girls on your team, do um, you know much about, you know, your new center in Sevierville Middle School? Do you, uh, how's the future look? You got a lot of girls coming up? Uh, well, we've got new center that's playing in the state tournament uh, this actually Friday. Uh, they'll play down in Murfreesboro. Uh, there's a lot of talent there in both the 7th and 8th grade class. Uh, we've got some solid 8th graders coming from Sevierville, uh, a couple of really good 7th graders, and then I see some potential in the 6th grade group as well. So uh, I think we'll have a pretty decent amount of talent that comes in over the next few years. Now, I saw the other night that you got your, your 200th win. Uh when did you realize that you were at 200? I mean, I didn't know if you kept up with something like that. Did, did somebody have to tell you, or did you kind of know? And how big are you into those milestones? Well, so what had happened is a friend had asked me how many years I'd coached. So I had to go back on Coach Teeb's website and look at my teams that I'd coached there at Pigeon Forge and here at Sevier County. Uh, and as I was doing, I just jotted down the, the records. Mm -hmm. uh, had some teams that did not have very good records. Uh, recently have had some teams with pretty good records. So uh, I I didn't plan on anybody knowing. I just told my wife and told her not to tell anybody, but she doesn't act exactly do what I asked her to do. So uh, Nobody's, she, nobody's she, wife does. Yeah, she texted the uh, RAD and, and uh, assistant coaches and told them, so I had no idea they were going to recognize it. Uh, I'm just proud of, of what the – what the the kids have accomplished i mean i like i said i've had some seasons where we had more downs than we had ups but i learned early on with this 
as, as a young coach with teams that struggled that it's more about wins uh it's it's more about you know the helping to find kids find success uh off the court and then when you can find success on the court it's really fulfilling uh, to be honest the only milestone i i care about in terms of uh as a coach and on the court is you know trying to win championships district championships and region championship and maybe one day be able to get down to the state tournament well you've got a good chance to do a lot of that this year so we'll talk about that in just a second let's talk about your team for just a second here uh who are some of the key players that on their team this season that you know your your go-to players who are some of those girls that you rely on heavily well we really are a team that, that when you go into a game you know especially on the offensive end uh, I never know who who it's going to be. Uh, we've got several girls that average close to double digits, uh, but nobody that really is a 15 to 20 point scorer every night. Uh, I guess I'd start with my sophomore point guard, Kenley Loveday. Uh, she sort of runs the show. Uh, started the year out sick, but recently, since Christmas, has really turned it on, uh, elevated her game, does a lot of good stuff for us. And then uh, our shooting guard, junior Natalie Schultz, uh, she gives us probably our best threat from the outside uh, and can get some deflections and steals. And then Emma Fowler is a junior wing for me that starts. She is, uh, she's just very fundamental. She's defensively, she's the most fundamental player we have. She's always in help side when she's supposed to be. Uh, She's always doing the job that she's supposed to do in the press and always plays really hard. Uh, And then there's been some games where she's came up big. We were down against Maryville, and she went in and knocked down four threes in the second half and brought us back to win in overtime. Uh, And then I've got a really talented freshman wing, Sybil Penland. Uh, The sky's the limit for her. Uh, She can score the ball. She can defend. She's real athletic and strong. So I, I really look forward to, to seeing how she develops and then sort of anchoring us in the middle is the junior post, Haley Williams, who uh, is our leading rebounder, one of our top two leading scorers, uh, has taken the most charges on the team, which is a, a huge thing we stress to our defenders on trying to stop the drive and stuff. And then coming off the bench, you've got girls that just bring a ton of energy, defensive effort. Sometimes they'll they'll put some points on the board, but the, there's nobody that plays harder. Hallie Owens is a junior guard. Uh, there's as tough a player as you'll come across. She's small in stature, but but she plays like she's a big and gets rebounds and steals and just uh, hits the floor every time there's a loose ball. Uh, Carson Loveday, sophomore guard, she's, she comes off the bench for us and has started some games, played big, was huge against a, a win over Farragut earlier in the year uh, when we had some players that were out. She makes hustle plays every game. Then I've got a freshman, Jaden Sharp, that's sort of the backup post. Uh, Williams was out with a concussion for a couple of games, and Jaden's first start, she put up 17 points and nine rebounds. So she's got a a chance to be a special player as well. And then I guess round, I don't want to leave anybody out. So I've got Tia Fountainer, another guard that's high energy, the fastest kid we got coming off an ACL tear. She just got back two weeks ago. So trying to work her into the mix. 
and then got uh, Madison Barnes and Bella Townsend that back up the wings and post. Uh, great rebounders, uh, play hard, do good things for us, and have played some big minutes and big games. I think there's only maybe one or two games where everybody on the roster didn't get in. So, you know, you have 20 this year, and it sounds like you have a pretty balance that's there with a lot of girls uh, contributing. But has there been something this year, uh, even maybe since camp, that you've improved on the most? Because a lot of people see the wins and they see, man, that, that team's got it going. But there's there one thing that you've really improved on since the beginning of the year that you've gotten better and even more dangerous at this year. I think I would say our transition offense. You know, we where we had played more of a half-court game last year, uh, we knew going into this year that, that with young players, execution sometimes in the half-court uh, can be a struggle. So we early on, we were working on pushing the ball and we were turning it over uh, as much as we were getting opportunities. But here the second half of the year, uh, we've really gotten a lot of points in transition. There's only been, I think, maybe one game since Christmas where we've been outscored in transition. So uh, that that's really been probably the biggest improvement. We've been pretty solid defensively all year just because the girls play so hard. Uh, but on the offensive end, I think it's been just the transition offense, getting the guards to push it up the court and try to get it inside and either get a kick out three or a quick post up. Um, still sticking with that, you know, the, a lot of the wins you've had. Has there been a signature or like a defining game this year? Felt like, man, we've, we're clicking on all this. Or has there been a, a time where maybe early on you said, well, we've got to change a little bit to really get where we want. Has there been a defining game like that this year or games or any at all? Well, early on in some of the games that, that we struggled, uh, it was it was a combination of poor shooting and – and which was can be attributed to poor execution and, and turnovers on the offensive end. Uh, I mean, we've in our five losses, our average field goal percentage has been, I think, 21%. So that's a pretty low standard for girls or varsity basketball team uh, at the high school level. So uh, we've started executing better. Our, our shooting percentages went up. And in recent games, we've had some pretty big wins. Uh, we, we've dropped a couple of games against local teams where I felt like uh, our girls were they, – they just let the uh, excitement and sort of the adrenaline take over, and we end up shooting the ball poorly and making uh, mistakes that we haven't made in district play and those sorts of things. So it's it's been kind of a combination. I don't know that there's one game I can look at and say – there's been games I've walked away and thought, we, we're a pretty good team. And then there's been games I've walked away and thought, we could lose to anybody on the schedule. So, Yeah, so, you know, as we enter tournament time, you actually mentioned it that you guys had locked up – you guys locked up your one seed, right, for the district? Yes, sir. So, as you, as you enter the tournament, are you playing at the level you want? Because you're going to have a target on your back now being the one seed. Is there you playing at where you want, or is there still some, some things you've got to brush up on before, you know, that next weekend when you got to start your tournament? Well, I think that, that we're going to have to uh, keep improving for sure. Uh, we've, we've got some pretty good teams in the district that are very capable of knocking us off. Uh, and like you said, we, they will, they'll be looking for that opportunity. 
Uh, we were in that position two years ago when we were able to win the district and were able to knock off the one and two seeds. So uh, that's the thing about basketball is in any 32 minutes, uh, the the team with the best record uh, doesn't always excel. And once we get into next Thursday when the tournament starts, everybody's zero and zero. So we're going to have to just keep improving in practice. We're not – you know, our goal was to is to get out of the region and try to get to a sub-state game and then just see what happens. Uh, for that to happen, we're going to have to improve uh, to make it through the region. Yeah, now building on that, you've got a good get to Murfreesboro with as good as your team is. And I think your team knows that too. Uh, so talk about trying to keep the girls focused game by game instead of looking ahead. Because, you, you know, you're in a, a higher classification, so you're going to see those night in, night out. Talk about that for just a second. Well, I, we we uh, once we get into the postseason, we'll, we'll definitely address that. Uh, we'll tell the you know one thing that we have is we can just remind the girls of uh, our Maryville game to end the season last year, where we laid an egg and sort of got embarrassed uh, against a really good Final Four Maryville team uh, that came into our place. So I, I'm sure we'll have some conversations about that game. Uh, we know that on the other side, it's a, of in region two, there's some teams that are on a whole nother level from, we've tried to play more of those this year, the Marivals and the Farragut's and stuff, but you've got Bearden and Powell, Oak Ridge, Heritage. I mean, any of those teams, teams are capable of going to state and for us to beat them, we're going to have to play really, really well uh, and play to our best and keep improving. So Jonathan Schultz, the head coach of the Sevier County um, Barretts, guys, check them out. Uh, tournament time and go watch them play a game if you if you get a chance to. Coach, I appreciate you joining us and giving us some insight on your team as we uh, enter tournament time. Good luck to you going forward. I appreciate your time. Well, thank you, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank you. We have Coach Ken Wright of the Sevier County Bears joining us tonight. Coach, I appreciate you being on uh, and agreeing to do this. I know you guys are busy with getting ready for games and tournaments, but I appreciate you taking some time out uh, to do this. Uh, so, Coach, starting off by, you know, year in and year out, you have success and your teams play hard and disciplined. Uh, can you describe the culture of Sevier County boys basketball and what's the process for, like, incoming players to buy into that culture? Well, Culture is a huge part of our program. Uh, I believe you got to have great culture to have a good program. And when kids come into it, uh, we let them know we're going to hold them accountable, you know, that we expect them to play hard and play smart. And uh, so we've been very lucky. I've had some good players over the years. And, of course, that always makes us a better coach when you have good players. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Uh, so right now, as it stands, you got a 16 and eight record with some big time wins over some bit, uh, some some good schools, and the losses that you have haven't really been bad losses, um, some to some good teams too. So as we as you enter tournament time, are you playing at the level you want right now, or do you still have uh, quite a few things to clean up before next week? I don't know if you can ever say you're playing at the level you want to be playing at, uh, but uh, we've been playing pretty good here the last couple of weeks. Uh, we had a little setback last night at Fulton. You know, we were coming off a big win over Morristown East. And, uh, you know, we we didn't quite play as well as we have been. But uh, I, I think our guys are focused. And and I'm pretty happy with where we're at right now. So talk about your team a little bit. Who are, who are some of those key players that you have uh, for your team this season? 
Well, Danny Stanton, has, you know, he was out over half the season. And since he's come back, he's, he's kind of a heart and soul guy of our team. Uh, he's that what we call a fist shaker, you know, the guy that, come on, guys, we're not going to lose this game. Yeah. You know, you got to have if you're going to be successful. And uh, he's, he's made a tremendous impact. But uh, Cooper Takis has been our leading scorer this year. Uh, you know, done a fantastic job stepping up as a senior. Uh, we've gotten good play from uh, freshman uh, Reed Owenby. Uh, he came in the other night, uh, you know, against the number two team in the state, and he scores 25 points. Um, he's just been a super player for us, and he's, you know, he's got a great future ahead of him. Uh, but we're kind of senior loaded. Uh, Braxton Allen has uh, been a good player for us. Uh, uh, Camden Parrish has been a good player for us. Uh, we got a junior, uh, Caleb Tarwater, who's done great things. But we we play nine guys, and uh, you know we got guys coming off the bench: Chris Kendrick and uh, David Green. Uh, who have played really well for us. And uh, so we just kind of rotate nine guys throughout there. And with seven seniors, uh, you know, we feel pretty good. Uh, Brian jo- or Gavin Joslin, uh, he's another one that's uh, been here with us quite a while. And uh, Gavin's done a great job. So it's, you know, all nine of those guys have, have kind of led us this year. Has there been something that your team has improved on most from like the beginning of the season, maybe even in camp? You know, camp's a good time where you can iron out some of those things that you're going to you're gonna focus on. Has there been something, like one thing that they've improved on most since then or even since the beginning of the season that's led you to where you are? I think it's consistent effort. Uh, we were, we've been a little inconsistent early in the year. Again, kind of lacking that fist shaker uh, that I call it with uh, like with Danny and, uh, we, you know, missing him. And uh, so we were, we were just kind of missing that little ingredient to have a consistent effort each night. Uh, but I think for the last few weeks here, our effort has been, you know, pretty daggum good every night. Has there been a uh, like a game this year, like a defining game where you felt like, okay, now we've got it going or maybe the game that – you realize, hey, some things aren't working. We need to change some things to be successful. Has there been a defining game this year for you or games? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the first game against Morristown East, uh, we got beat 80 to 39. You know, that was a 41-point loss. Yeah. And then Monday night we play them again, and we win by 10 points. Yeah, so almost like yeah. 10 games. That's a, <laughs> yeah, that's a 51-point turnaround. So, yeah. uh, you know, that – that's kind of defines it there. You knew where we were back then. I mean, that was dreadful that night getting drummed like we did. Yeah. And, uh, and of course we had a couple kids went down injured in that game too. So there were some other underlying facts that happened, but, uh, to come back, uh, Monday night and, and to win that game after, you know, after that, our, our kids showed a lot of pride. So as you go into the district tournament, you're looking at a one or a two seed, right? Are, are you tied with East at the top? We're tied with East right now. Uh, they have the number one seed. Uh, we still have to play Jeff County on Monday. And, of course, okay. we'd have to win that to finish as co-champions. Uh, sure. But they they drew the number, uh, the better number. So they're going to be the number one seed. And we'll go into the tournament as number two seed.
Now, you know, knowing you're going to the region, do you catch yourself looking ahead at some of those matchups? Because, you know, you've played, I believe it was Daniel Boone, you've already played them twice in, the, in that region. Do you catch yourself looking ahead or do you keep it game by game right now? No, we look ahead. I mean, we, we always keep track of the other region and what those teams are doing. And, you know, we want to identify the players and guys that we may have to meet down the road because uh, basketball is a tournament sport. So you better be ready when you when you go to region. And then after region, you know, sub-state, then Murfreesboro is the ultimate goal for any basketball program when they start. Uh, but not every team gets to Murfreesboro. Uh, so what, what would be considered a successful season for your team um, if you know, even if you don't make it to Murfreesboro, but if, even if you do, what's considered a success for the Sevier County High School boys? Well, you know, we just want to compete and do the best we can. If, if you know, if I feel like we've reached our potential as a team, then I'm satisfied. You know, I, I'm not really one of those record guys that you know, uh, you know, people say, Well, how many games you want? I don't know, you know, I, I don't keep up with that stuff, right. but. You know, I just look at each team individually and, you know, each team's its own entity. And, and we just want to go out and compete at the best of our ability. I mean, I've had some teams that, you know, we've gotten beat out and I was perfectly satisfied because I thought they overachieved and it went maybe right. a step further than I thought. And as long as we just uh, will go out there and compete at the level, you know, that I think we can compete at, then I, I'm satisfied that we had a good season. Coach Ken Rod of the Sevier County uh, Bears. So, if our listener, you know, our listeners, make sure you check out uh, Coach Wright's uh, Bears team when they go into tournament action here next next week or two. Coach, I appreciate you joining us and giving me uh, giving us some insight on your team and as you enter turning time. And good luck to you down the stretch. Well, thank you, Danny. I sure do appreciate it, and I appreciate everything y'all do for high school sports around here. Uh, I appreciate your time. Thank you, Coach. Mm, bye. Both Sevier County teams have a good chance to make a deep run in the tournament. Uh, be sure to find out when they're playing in the district tournament starting next Thursday and Friday and uh, follow them as they uh, try to make a run towards Murfreesboro.